Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I pray your week was good. I pray that you were triumphant in all things. I also pray that no weapon formed against you prospered and that you and I both are growing and increasing in the knowledge and our understanding of Yahweh's laws and commandments and that we would continue in Yahweh's word and we know that Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's instructions, Yahweh's laws and commandments, when we know them, then they will set us free, Yahshua said. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this morning, I want to share with you a word that I've entitled, It's All About Israel. It always has been about Israel. It always was about Israel. And it always will be about Israel, according to the Messiah, according to the Scriptures. And today we're going to share some insights on this so that we would understand. Because one of the things that most people in the West and especially in Christianity have not understood is that it's all about Israel. Now I'm not talking about the land, the physical land, the city, but I'm talking about the people of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel. And one thing we have never been taught here in the West, especially in our American churches, is that it's about Israel. It's all about Israel. It always was about Israel. And it always will be about Israel. It is not, and I emphasize the word not, about Christianity. It's not about pagan Gentiles. It's not about paganism and pagan ceremonies and pagan rituals and pagan holidays. It's not about Catholicism. It's not about any religion outside of Torah and Yahweh. And that's not really religion, but nonetheless. So let's go to Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 6. Now, I don't know where you are watching this, but here in southwest Florida, it is really humid out. And I've got three fans blowing on me because I wanted to be outside. I just like being outside teaching versus being in the house. Now, last week I was in the house because I just couldn't, couldn't deal with it. But nonetheless, today I've got faith for humidity. But in Matthew 10, verse 6, it says, when Yeshua, Yahshua was sending out the disciples, he said, don't go, in verse 5, to the Samaritans, to the pagans, to the Gentiles, to the unbelievers. But he said, go rather to the lost sheep of the house 
of Israel. To the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, he did not say, go to the pagan nations. He did not say, go to the Gentiles. We have to clearly grasp this. Now, there is a place for those that are not native-born in Israel, which we'll get to in a little bit. So, remember, even in the Exodus, that Yahweh made a provision for those who wanted to believe in and who did believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yahweh, and wanted to continue following Yahweh, that there was only one law, one set of laws, one set of commandments for both the native-born and the grafted-in sojourners, the strangers, so on and so forth. And so once they were grafted in, Yahweh said they were to be treated as native-born Israelites. So understand that. When you get born from above, you are no longer a Gentile, but you are grafted into the covenants, to the promises, and to the tree. And then in, we see in Matthew chapter 15, verse 24, this is when Yahshua was ministering, or a pagan um, Canaanite woman came to him, seeking deliverance for her child. And he said to her, verse 24, I am not come, but for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then he referred to healing and deliverance being the children's provision. So it was provided for those of Israel. Understand this, that it's always about Israel, it always was about Israel, and it always is about Israel. It's not about Christianity, it's not about Catholicism, it's not about some new religion that Christianity and Catholicism has developed over the centuries. It's not about that. If you want to walk in relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then you have to live according to the laws of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so it's not about nowhere did any of the prophets, did any of the apostles, did Yahshua himself say anything about a new founded religion. That is something that Catholicism and Christianity has twisted from the writings of Paul, and we're going to see this here in a few minutes. So we see here, when you read in Matthew 15, we see here that this paganite woman understood what many don't understand today. And that is that Yahshua came to save, to restore, to teach, to reach, to deliver, to heal Israel. But she said, and she kept persisting, and she said, 
I'll even take the crumbs that falls from the master's table. And then he acknowledged her great faith and then said, Go, it will be done according to your faith. And her child received deliverance. Her child did not receive deliverance because they were Israelites. But somehow, and this is what another thing that we don't grasp somehow, that whole area understood that it was always about Israel, that, that it always will be about Israel. Now, let's go to a couple verses to show you that Paul, James, and Peter all understood and all said that it's about Israel. It's about the Torah. It's about Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, one thing that Christianity emphasizes, and I remember I did the same thing when I was part of it. They emphasize faith. You need to walk by faith. You don't have enough faith. You're not believing to have received. Everything's about faith. Faith this, and faith that, and faith this, and faith that. And yes, faith has its place. But what faith is, it's a combination of believing and then obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. James said that your faith without works or without obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments is worthless. It's non-productive. Yahshua said in Mark 7, speaking to the Jews, that their worship was in vain because they were holding on to the traditions of men instead of obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. So if you are holding on to the traditions of Christianity, like Sunday, the first day of the week, where is when you celebrate the Sabbath, or try to anyways, that's a tradition of man. When you hold on to Christmas and Easter, those are traditions of man. Those are not the commandments of Yahweh. And when you do that, your worship is in vain. It is worthless. It will produce no fruit. Now, Paul, we're going to see here, first starting off with James, so James, Peter, and Paul all understood, and the whole community understood, that it was about Israel, that it is about Israel, and that always will be about Israel. And when you see this, when you comprehend this, when you understand this, then you will understand more accurately the new renewed covenant. It's not a new like it never existed before, but it's the same covenant just repaired, restored, or renewed by Yahshua the Messiah. So when you understand that it's all about Israel, it always will be about Israel, and always has been about Israel and Yahweh, then you'll begin to comprehend many things 
that most people did not comprehend. Like these verses, I'm going to read you. I never saw them before till the other day. And so I would encourage you. This isn't going to be a full in-depth study because you just can't do it. Nonetheless, to take these verses and to begin to research what the Scripture is saying about Israel. Everything, all the, prophe all the prophecies were about Israel. Yahshua's prophecies were about Israel. They expected Him to restore Israel. Now they expected the political side of it. But He didn't come for the political side yet. That's still to come. But He came for the spiritual side. And everything's about Israel. Every, the Exodus. Everything in the, in the Torah. Everything the prophets prophesied were all about Israel. Okay, let's read. Uh, James chapter 1. It says, James, a servant of Yahweh, and of the master Yahshua, to the, twelve, to the scattered twelve tribes of Israel, greeting. So the book of James is to the twelve scattered tribes of Israel. Those that have gotten caught up in paganism. Those that were scattered because they refused to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so they've, they've been scattered all over the world. And he said that this letter is to those people. It's not to Christians. It's not to pagans. It's not to unbelievers. It's not to the Gentiles. But it's to the twelve tribes of Israel that were scattered abroad. Okay? Now, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 1. And Peter pretty much says the same thing. So, again, this has given us understanding and insight that the renewed covenant is not to a Gentile world. It's not to people that are just quote-unquote lost and they're heathen to the bone. Now, I don't know if you remember this verse. It's in Romans chapter 11, verse 29. And see, Romans 11 is talking about when you receive Yahshua, you are then grafted in to Israel. When you obey His laws and commandments and look to live accordingly, you are grafted in to Israel. Alright? Then in verse 29, it says that Yahweh's gifts and calling. Yahweh's gifts and callings are not irrevocable. Are not, he won't repent over them. The context of that is Israel. 
And Israel's calling to have covenant with Yahweh. So, you know, the church and Christianity, you know, we used to say, use that verse to preach that if you're apostle or prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, psalmist, musician, elder, deacon, that if that's your calling, he's not going to repent of it. He's not going to change his mind. And that still carries some water, but the context of that is Israel. And that Yahweh has not changed His mind. He's not repented of the fact that it's always been about Israel, it always was about Israel, and it always will be about Israel. The thing that has been changed well, actually, it's just a different method that even in Exodus, in the Torah, Yahweh made provision for those that were not native-born that but wanted to serve Him. He made provision for them to be grafted in. In the same way, in the renewed covenant, Yahweh has made provision for you and I who were not native-born but when we have been born from above, when He has written His laws and commandments upon our heart, and we begin to live our life accordingly, because we love Yahshua, because we have seen the truth, the light has come, the eyes of our understanding have been opened, we have become a new creation in Messiah Yeshua. And old things have passed away, old pagan, Religious things have passed away, and the new things of Torah have come forth. When we do all this, we are grafted into Israel. Now, when you read Romans 11, you can see that Israel was grafted out because of their unbelief. And you may have been born again, and you were a babe, but you've been, then you've been indoctrinated in churchianity. And you don't keep Yahweh's laws and commandments. You've accepted traditions that, that the Torah has passed away, that His laws have passed away, that His commandments have passed away. You don't need to keep them. I mean, that is so foolish. You know, you think about, here's a good example a brother named Zachary Bauer gave. That if you get a speeding ticket, Okay, the law has issued you a ticket. And you go and you see the judge, and the judge declares paid in full. You are not then free to go and break that law again. You've just been declared free of the laws you have broken. And if you go and break that law again, you're going to come back under that law. And you're going to suffer the consequences of it. In the same way, we have not been freed from obeying the law. We've been freed from the consequences of the law when we receive Yahshua and when we live according to His laws and commandments. But now if you break the law, you're going to come under the penalty of the law. And that's where when you repent and you ask Yah to forgive you 
and cleanse you of all unrighteousness, then you will be free from the penalty of that law. You're not free from that law. Because if you break that law, if you keep getting speeding tickets, you're going to keep breaking that law, and you're going to keep coming under that law and having to pay fines or whatever. You might lose your license. So, we see here that Peter, it says in 1 Peter 1, 1, Peter, an apostle of the Messiah, to the strangers scattered abroad throughout, and then he names some communities. So again, Peter is addressing the, the scattered 12 tribes of Israel. Now, one of the things I did not learn till the other day was it says in one of those communities that they were scattered abroad to was Galatia, which is where Paul wrote the book of Galatians. They were a lot of, and the majority was, um, backslidden Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel, living in Galatia that were serving pagan idols. And this letter was to them. See, that's interesting. Now look, look in Romans chapter 7, verse 1. Now this is going to be Paul speaking. And if you don't understand this, this verse, then the rest of Paul's writings, you will misunderstand like Christianity and churchianity has done. You will twist it and develop your own doctrines and your own truth and your own laws and your own commandments like Christianity has done. So we have to get what Paul is saying in chapter 7, verse 1. He says, I speak to them that know the law or that know Torah. So Paul is saying that what he's about to teach are to, is to those that know the Torah. So that tells me the majority of the people he was ministering to had some kind of understanding of the law and the Torah. And that goes back to my point that it's always was about Israel and it always will be about Israel. Yahshua came to restore Israel. Paul was ministering to Israel. Uh, James was ministering to Israel. Peter was ministering to Israel. Everybody was ministering to the scattered tribes of Israel. Bringing, trying to bring them back to the good news of Yah's laws and commandments and to obey them. And that Yahshua, Matthew 5.17, he said, I did not come to stop, to do away, to destroy the law. But I came to establish the law. I came to walk it out, to show you by my example that you can obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. And then he goes on to say that not one jot, not one tittle of the law of Yahweh's laws and commandments shall pass away till heaven and earth passes away. 
And then he goes into, in verse 19, that those that teach that you don't have to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, how did they know that there would be people in the last days that would be their major emphasis? Again, by Yahweh's Spirit. Those that teach not to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments will be least in the kingdom, and those that, will, that teach will be considered the greatest. So, that gives us understanding that there are going to be people that are going to be the greatest, then medium great, then maybe a little more than, than that, then a little less than that, but then there will also be people that will be considered the least. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in that category. Alright, so Paul says here, I speak to them that know the Torah. And so, the question was before that, who did Paul minister to? Think about it. Who did Paul minister to? Most Christians would say the Gentiles. But it says right here, who he ministered to. I speak to them that know the Torah. So he's speaking to Israel. To people that they might have been backslidden. They might have been serving other gods. They might have been involved in paganism. But nonetheless, they were still part, even though they're backslidden, of the 12 tribes of Israel. And so Paul is saying, if you do not understand this, stop reading. Because you're not going to understand the rest about what I'm going to say. So this also tells me and should tell you, bring insight to you, revelation to you, that before you can understand the end of the book, you have to understand the beginning of the book. You have to get a foundation of the Torah. See, the foundation is the Torah. If we do not have a foundation of Yahweh's laws and commandments and what the prophets were about, and they were all about reaching Israel, Establishing Israel and establishing Yahweh's laws and commandments. Well, we're just getting a reprieve from the humidity. It has to be raining somewhere because you can feel the cool, a cool breeze just blowing in. Thank you, Yahweh. So, it said, he said, I speak to them that know the Torah. So that meant when Paul wrote to the book of in the book of Galatians to Galatia, he was writing to the scattered people that lived in Galatia that were not obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, uh, were probably involved in serving other gods and involved in idolatry. All right, now, let's go to another verse. Romans chapter 9, verse 4. Romans chapter 9, verse 4. And this will help um, give us more understanding that your identity, if it's with Catholicism, your identity is in paganism. If it's with Christianity, maybe you identify 
with Baptists or Methodists or Word of Faith or Charismatic or Pentecostal or Apostolic or whatever, then you too, your roots are in paganism. If you do not identify with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, with the Torah, with his laws and commandments, with his feast days, with his Sabbath, having no idols before you, so on and so forth. If you don't identify with them, then your identity is rooted in paganism, and to be real blunt, you are lost. But if your identity is totally in the Torah and in the prophets, if your identity is with the 12, excuse me, scattered tribes of Israel, then you are grafted in or your native born that's in right standing. For myself, I wasn't, to the best of my ability or knowledge, I don't think any of our bloodline has a bloodline connection to Israel. But we've been grafted in. Yahweh called us to be grafted into Israel. And He has put His laws and commandments upon our hearts. I mean, you can tell it. Everything I teach, everything I share on Facebook, everything I talk about, lines up with this, quote, it's all about Yahweh's laws and commandments, unquote. And so... Our identity has to be in Israel. Our identity has to be with what Israel was about. Everything has to be about Israel. Now, being grafted into Israel has nothing to do with your race, has nothing to do with your background, has nothing to do with anything but whether you're born from above and Yahweh's Spirit has written His laws and commandments in your heart and you have accepted Yahshua, the Messiah, and by accepting Yahshua, the Messiah, you are also accepting His laws and commandments and that you will begin to journey, sojourn, walk after, live like Yahshua lived, and that was obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and I know we don't always understand all these things all at once. I mean, you know, it, five years, ten years, you, you just keep learning. You, keep, you just keep seeing things. So on and so forth. All right, Romans 9, 4. To Israel, notice this, underline this in your Bible, highlight it. To Israel was given the promises. That's, this is the whole context. This isn't a quote on verse 9, 4, but it's the context of what he said. To Israel was given the promises. So when we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, and Paul is saying that all the promises of Yahweh are yes and amen. Who's he saying that to? 
not to those in Christianity, not to those that are quote-unquote walking by faith, not to those that are just reading His promises, but He's quoting that out of the Old or out of the, out of the Torah to the children of Israel in Corinth. To those that were pagans that are now no longer pagans, but are walking after the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that have been grafted into his promises. See, the thing is, when you are born from above and you begin to live according to his laws and commandments, you are not, you're grafted into Israel, and because you're grafted into Israel, you're grafted into all its promises, which includes, by his stripes you're healed which includes no weapon formed against you will prosper, which includes that you're blessed coming in and blessed going out, you're the head not the tail above and not beneath, which includes uh, the blessing of Yahweh makes us rich and adds no sorrow to it, which includes that He's given His angels charge over you, that no evil will come near you, nor any plague come near your dwelling, which includes... Fear not, for I am with you, fear not. Remember that song? Mm -hmm. For I am with you, fear not, says Yahweh out of the book of Isaiah. All right, so it says, sorry for, I don't probably have much rhythm, but whatever. To Israel was given the promises. So all the promises are not to Gentiles, are not to pagans, are not to people in the church, but they are to Israel. Now, if you go all the way, I don't know if I included it in this teaching. Um, no, I didn't. But if you go to Revelation chapter 21, and when it talks about the <clears throat> gates, that uh, <clears throat> over each gate there will be three tribes of Israel over each gate, and over each gate are the four entrances to the New Jerusalem, which will be coming down to the earth. Now notice that over each gate are the names of the apostles, and the three, over each gate has three tribes of Israel. Not three churches, not three denominations, not three non-denominations, but three tribes of Israel. So if you want to enter into the New Jerusalem, you have to go through one of those gates, and if you're not part of native-born Israel, and if you're not part of the grafted in to the olive tree sojourner, is part of Israel, you will not enter into the New Jerusalem. Notice, nowhere does it say, if you're, if you're part of the church, no prophet, no apostle, Yahshua himself, Yahweh, never said anything that when you, if you want to enter into the New Jerusalem, you have to become part of the church. No, he said the opposite. He said, if you want to enter, it's only for Israel. 
Like I said, it's always been about Israel. It always will be about Israel. When Yahshua came, he did not change that. He emphasized that. Uh, James emphasized that. Peter emphasized that. Paul emphasized that. He says here, continuing in Romans 9.4, To Israel was given the promises, only Israel. And then it says, To Israel was given only the covenants. He doesn't make covenant with pagan nations. He only makes covenant with Israel. Whether you're native born or whether you've been grafted in through the blood of the Messiah, you, you were a stranger at once, but you are no longer a stranger, Ephesians says. You have been grafted in. And then it says, To Israel was given adoption. See, we've been adopted by Yahweh and we're just as much part of his family as Yahshua the Messiah is and the Torah so Israel was given the promises the covenants adoption and Yahweh's laws and commandments his instructions his Torah it was not given and I emphasize capital N capital O capital T given to Gentile pagan nations. It was not given to those that are serving sun gods on the day of the unconquerable sun. It was not given to Catholicism. It was not given to Christianity. It was not given to the church. It was not given to Islam. It was not given to Buddhist. It was not given to Mormonism. It was not given to Jehovah Witnesses. It was given to the 12 <coughs> tribes of Israel. The church, Christianity, and many other false uh, doctrines and denominations have twisted what Paul said and tried to come up with a new doctrine a new new testament it's not new when you look where it says in hebrews in verse number eight that he came to establish a new testament the word new doesn't mean new like it never existed before it means restored in the hebrew or it means repaired so understand this that the New Testament is not the New Testament. It is the restored testament. It's the restored covenant of the first covenant that Yahweh came to give. He did not come to change covenants. He did not come to do away with the old covenant or the Torah or the prophets. Yahshua emphasized that in Matthew 5.17. We have to understand this to understand the scriptures. We have to understand that the church has twisted this to get people deceived and to get people to think that it's not about the original covenant, but we have to look at what is written. Don't just take my word for it. Look at what is written. 
and what Yahshua said, what Paul said, James said, uh, Peter said, what the prophet said, what Yahweh himself said. If I have to believe what anybody says, I'm going to choose to believe what Yahweh the Father said and what Yahshua Yahweh said. All right. The gospel has always been and always is about the 12 tribes of Israel, whether you are native-born or are grafted in by Messiah. Israel, understand this. Get this, write this down until it's deep in your conscience. Israel is the foundation of this book we call the Word of God, or the Word of Yah, or the Torah. From Genesis to Revelation, Israel is what it's all about. Israel and the Torah. Israel and Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahweh was constantly trying to establish them in His laws and commandments. We must understand this, and when we do, then the whole book makes sense. And when we do, it will be easier to understand that the new, renewed covenant agrees with the old covenant, or with the first part of the book. And it will be easier to understand, and it will be easier to accept it by faith. Once I saw this, I had no problem accepting that Friday sundown to Saturday sundown was the Sabbath. Why? Because it is written all the way throughout the Scriptures. I had no problem accepting that Yahweh said to keep His feasts, not the pagan customs of this world. Why? Because He first said it, and it's all the way through the book. The same way with idols, the same way with pagan gods, and when you, when you do your research, when you symbols, you will find out that the majority, if not all, Christian symbols have their roots in paganism, and they were long before Christianity and Catholicism ever took them and began to say the, these were Christianized, quote-unquote. They were part of paganism, and if they were rooted in paganism, and if the law of first mention applies, then that means if they were pagan first, then they're always pagan. If they were Torah first, then they're always Torah. All right. So when I understood that, it was easy to accept and to understand the, new, the renewed covenant. And then I'd begin to see it just lines up with, with the first part of the book over and over and over again. Now trying to uh, explain that and get quote-unquote, Christianity to accept that is another thing. Why? Because it has not been written in their heart yet. 
They may have been called, but they haven't been chosen yet. Remember what Yahshua said, many are called, but few are chosen. See, when I first heard this, a lady shared this on Facebook, and I, I saw it in the scriptures, and I just accepted it. I just accepted it. And that's what you have to do. You have to accept what is written. Not what the world says, not what Christianity says, not what the commandments of men say through Catholicism or Judaism or, or any other isms, but what Yahweh says. So, in closing, it's always been about Israel. It always was about Israel. It always will be about Israel. It is not and never will be about Christianity or Catholicism or some new founded religion that Christianity and Catholicism has come up with. So, I pray this brought you some enlightenment, some insight, some revelation. Again, this is not all there is on this subject. Um, the next teaching we're going to go about, um, teaching about the regathering of Israel. But first, you have to get a foundation that first, it's all about Israel. Yeshua came for Israel, came for the lost tribes of Israel. James preached and was writing his letter to Israel. Peter was writing his letter to Israel. Paul was ministering to Israel. And so who are we to be ministering to? Israel. And praying that those that are not part of Israel yet, that they would be grafted in by the blood of of the Passover lamb. And all you have to do is accept Yahshua and accept his laws and commandments. You cannot say you've accepted the Messiah, you've accepted the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which most Christians try to do, and then say, we're not going to obey his laws and commandments. That is impossible, according to the Apostle John and 1 John chapter 2. So Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this enlightenment. We pray, Father, that you would take these scriptures and you would begin to bring revelation, greater revelation to all of us, greater understanding to all of us, and those that are not yet part of Israel, that they would become part of Israel by the power of your name. See, it's all about calling Upon his name, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yah, Yahshua, Yeshua, Yahushua, however you want to pronounce it. But nonetheless, Yahweh said that those that called upon his name, that's what it's all about. Israel has to call upon his name and turn away from paganism. You have to call upon his name and turn away from paganism. Turn away from serving the sun gods, the unconquerable sun. And you have to turn 
to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Until next time, Yahweh bless you, Yahweh make his face shine upon you, and Yahweh be gracious to you. If you want to connect with us, our website is YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, or the assembly, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly uh, on Facebook. But until next time, Yah bless you. Shalom, shalom.